0: Transmitting to you from Old Hearts Radio.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Meninae Edition with Lucas and Jared.
0: Yeah, okay. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's back. We're back. You're back. That's right.
1: We're back. Back again. (laughs) Mr. Uh, Jared also,
0: are back. Bowie's back too. So Bowie is back. He's eating his blanket as we speak. He's he's chilling, didn't he? Just eat? Yeah, he's got a full belly, Hopefully as we say in this house. Happy belly, happy bo- happy Bowie. So
1: is he? You know, is he? A, is he a tutor? Uh, only when he's he needs a deuce. deuce. You know, deuce. You know, my the two staffies that are now living at my parents' house. We had to get them those slow eating bowls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they would eat so fast, they would immediately start farting. Oh, no. They were inhaling too much. No. They'd way. be farting and burping. Oh, boy. For like hours <laughs> after they'd eat. It was fucking disgusting. That's
0: fucking gnarly. <laughs>
1: it's gross. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm glad he doesn't. I mean, we, we give him like. He's a little guy, though. We, we feed him like three small portions of it throughout the day. Yeah. And he just, yeah, you know, he. Wolfs him down, but it's not really. An, I don't think it's enough to like upset start him, start the process as he's going. <laughs> you know, that, that's like, that's like, you know, eating your lunch, your lunch on the toilet or something. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> a straight line. Je- <laughs> oh, oh, Bowie,
0: yeah, he's just chilling though. Oh, yeah, he is. You know, hopefully, oh, is man. he dreaming? He's like moving a bit. Oh, yeah, he does that. He needs like, he needs this blanket. And stuff oh, like he's that. like a fucking cat. Yeah, it's the uh, you know they say kids say the darndest things but Bowie does the darndest things oh, won't you won't you say a little motherfucker
1: <laughs> you know what we usually start with
0: what
1: the game in minute
0: <laughs>
1: so uh, as was said over the past month or so Halo infinites coming out oh. we are recording this December 7th yeah a day before Halo infinite
0: comes out. And you know, um, I want to, is the hype real? The hype is real,
1: man. Um, I have figured out how to get myself away from the PC crowd in the, uh,
0: multiplayer matchmaking. So how, 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 how did you manage that?
1: Uh, in ranked, if you go in by yourself or with one other person, Mm -hmm. you can choose to like tighten up your matchmaking. Okay. If you go in as like a full four person squad into a four person matchmade thing, you have to be playing in like cross play mode. Oh. But then if it's just you or one other person, you can go into – you can, like, choose what co- – where you wanted to play against people on console. Okay. Or not on console, on mouse and keyboard or on controller.
0: Okay. So Interesting. It well, that's kind of nice that it you, up. you can kind of – yeah. Yeah. Because, so, you know, I was talking to somebody else recently, and they were – it sounded like they were playing on a PC. Yeah. And, yeah, the, like, the, you know, it sounded like it was far uh, – easier to get away with shit you know from that perspective you know like there's a lot more modding you can do on a pc yeah and and so that
1: said i've heard from a lot of the like people that aren't pulling shit with their pcs that they are um it is easier to play on controller okay that's because that's what i would figure honestly yeah so controller and this is something that's like across the board controller has aim assist okay because it's less precise
0: that makes sense
1: As soon as you go to mouse and keyboard there's no aim assist
0: Ooh. So yeah, you have I would, to be more accurate. I would definitely prefer the aim assist. <laughs> exactly.
1: That said, even with the aim assist, it's not n- enough to just be like clicking heads, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: But then, like the potential, the curve is a lot sharper on PC. Okay. So like the people that are really good with no aim assist mm-hmm. are fucking phenomenal. Fair. But then it's a lot more of a more of a slump on console. You have okay. the aim assist. You have the, a bit more support. Yeah. Then That's you have the motherfuckers playing Destiny that figure out how to trick the console that they're using a, c- a controller when they're actually using a mouse and keyboard, <laughs> oh, so shit. they get aim assist on their fucking mouse and keyboard. That's fucked up. It's terrible. That's it up. ruins everything.
0: Yeah, dude, that sounds gen- that- Destiny and
1: Rainbow Six. It was like the
0: high ranks were fucking
1: full of that shit.
0: Fuck that. Yeah, some that that seemed. I mean, you're just cheating at that point. It's just cheating. It's just cheating. Fuck them uh welcome to old heart radio yeah <laughs> it's okay i can't remember we've been talking mad shit about this cat devin townsend on the, the oh, under further My- review podcast and, hey, um
1: i was gonna wait until next time i was on i went out and listened to some devin townsend oh man let's do a little crossover here you know it's not for me but i respect the audacity of this man <laughs> to put his name in every single project
0: yeah <laughs> What the fuck? There's a certain ego about it, I There's think, a certain you know? ego, and you know...
1: Oh my God, what's... I'm I'm forgetting... Caleb's going to be so mad yeah. that we're talking shit about
0: Devin Townsend <laughs> on a different podcast now, too. Caleb,
1: Caleb was saying that he's this mild-mannered, <sighs> sort of like, s- slightly bald, balding, oh, like, dude. Canadian guy. Yeah. You know, he's mild-mannered because he gets all of his kicks about flexing his ego in his music. It's true, man. And I'm like... I was listening to this shit and I was like, this guy, like, I can understand. You can make, I don't think Caleb's wrong to like him.
0: No, I don't think, I don't think is like wrong to have that. You know, there that is an audience there. for that.
1: For sure. In the same way that there is an audience for Nickelback.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know it's gonna hit with some people that's for damn sure best, well caleb. i can't wait till the next episode uh, of that show comes out because jameson had a real awesome surprise <laughs> uh, no. f- for caleb and it involved devin townsend but oh. you know we 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 discussed it on the episode There, a so. little
1: teaser go and listen to under further review
0: which episode uh oh my god I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good good call to action. Dude, I think it's 13, honestly. So, yeah, um, yeah. Because my tips and tops just can't... It was the one before. That's right. There you go. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So, uh, um, with Halo coming out tomorrow, they released a campaign launch trailer. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to quickly say, today is the 30th anniversary... Or it's the 30th anniversary of Bungie. Oh. Well. The original creators oh, yeah. of Halo. Yeah. So in Destiny, as of today... They introduced a bunch of stuff, sort of referencing all the games they've made. Oh, cool! And one of it, which is a legendary weapon, that is just the Halo Magnum.
0: That's fucking dope. It's sick. That that gun is all powerful. It's <laughs>
1: awesome, and they they made it all fucking powerful That's as fucking well. That's fucking sick. So it's 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 a fun little wink and a nod, yeah. bit of respect. Three, four, three is holding down Halo now, and I'm I really liked what they did with the PvP. Let's get a let's get a little look at the the yeah, campaign here. The campaign launch. Right I there. want to preface to listeners: we figured out Jared managed to do this uh, since the last episode. We're running audio, so we can hear it, which also means that you guys can hear it, rather than just like having our mics close enough to the computer mm. <laughs> to
0: get a bit. Um, audio quality. When J- is slowly but surely. S- slowly but surely. Um, hopefully it's not too loud uh, we will we'll if it, see if it is
1: if it is be our first uh, for, first bit of hate mail we've gotten
0: yeah bring it up <laughs> here on. it is
1: uh, Infinite Launch trailer we're watching it if you knew how you were going to die
2: you your life what's that master chief <laughs> That, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, you got it immediately.
2: Explain
1: well, some of the lore this There way. you go. We need help,
2: not heroics.
1: We protect humanity, whatever the cost.
2: But this whatever wasn't the cost. mission.
1: The missions change. They always do. Not Cortana. You have one bullet against an entire army. It's enough.
0: Grav Shit. Dude, the grapple. <laughs> it's sick. Oh, the warthog. Roadkill. What dude, happened? Fucking legit.
2: Something pushed back.
1: Your mom. <laughs> You're a fucking you bastard. <laughs>
2: the
0: Whoa. The iron fist I
1: know. Fucking launch through a tree.
0: Shit. Good douche. It's
1: fucking awesome. Here.
0: Oh yeah. This motherfucker. These
1: brutes, man.
0: Yeah. Yes. Scorpion. Dude, I love the fucking tank action. This game looks fucking epic.
1: Is everyone trying to kill you? It kind of seems like it. <laughs> <What> the <fuck laughs> there you it? go, man. Shit. So, yes. I want quickly summing up what's going on here. Um, three, four, three industries sort of pulled the Disney star Wars. They did halo four, which was sort of like not panned, but people were like, it's going in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. And then they did halo five and they got a ton of shit for some of the changes they made to the formula. Well, like a general plot synopsis. You don't really play as master chief that much. You play as uh, Luke cage, uh, <laughs> This yeah. dude, this dude, Spartan Locke. No one really liked him. He I wasn't. Know. He wasn't a very charismatic character.
0: Yeah, I just don't imagine like getting away from the like Master Chief gameplay as a good idea because that's that's kind of like like it the, was one
1: of those things. It was like yeah. it plays the same. Yeah. But you you play Halo to play as Master Chief. Yeah, it's kind of the
0: character you know? exactly.
1: So it was a bold choice, and it didn't really pay off. And Gosh. they got a lot of shit for it. And that game ends. I think i explained it with a general lore synopsis was like cortana was evil <laughs> like and she was trying to in not enslave but like stop all conflict yeah through like a- with an iron fist <laughs> Some very Superman Injustice style. Yeah,
0: you know, just taking an authority. and yeah, It's, it's like that, uh, you know, the only peaceful uh, Earth in, in the entire multiverse of yeah. Marvel is, is the one where Doctor Doom rules. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and it's because there is no room for con- conflict. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And she's, she's essentially hitting every single human colony with EMPs. And Halo Thucked 5 up. ends with everybody on the back foot. Was there problems with Halo Five? Absolutely, but it was sort of like a Last Jedi thing, where mm. they could have doubled down, or they could go a different direction. It up. They've sort of opted to do something in between with Halo Infinite. So uh, between Halo Five and Halo Infinite, there was a game that was released. I don't know if you remember Halo Wars. I don't. Uh, it was like what a is what is that? It was like a real time strategy game, okay. set in the Halo universe. Huh. It's like top down, yeah, like yeah. guiding like age of empires yeah yeah. but with halo interesting they made halo wars 2 and um it sort of was in the middle of like uh sort of what was happening in halo in halo 5 and halo infinite and that game introduced the banished which are this faction of the covenant that broke off after halo 1 i want to say okay that continued growing because it was more like a meritocracy they sort of ditched the religious elements of it because they realized how much... Like, we don't need that. Exactly. <laughs> they realized how much it was all hypocritical. Mm-hmm. How the... Like, after the truth of what the Halos actually were, they were like, we're not gonna... What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. The, uh... So... And it's being ran by this brute
0: guy that we saw. Yeah, dude. That dude looks gnarly. I know. It looks
1: gnarly. And, I mean, brutes haven't been in a Halo game in a while. Since okay. 3.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: So, um
0: the return
1: exactly the return of the brutes and so they showed back up in halo wars 2 but it wasn't like a mainline halo game okay but there was such a positive response to the storytelling in halo wars 2 Hmm. that come halo infinite people were expecting it to be like a direct follow-up to 5 what's actually happened is that it appears that like a year and a half has passed since 5 whatever operation they did to try and stop cortana has gone horribly wrong (laughs) Um literally one of the original trailers that shows off like the first 5 minutes of the game mm-hmm. is just this random pilot adrift in space and he finds Master Chief floating just lo- in in armor lock. Yeah. Just in the void of space. God and damn, dude. And I know it's brutal and it looks like the UNSC has just lost and the banished have filled this fa- this power gap and are mm-hmm. occupying a ring. Hmm. And that's like it. That's all you get. And it's like none of these characters Wild that people teased. didn't like, it from five have even nobody fucking knows what the deal is. <laughs> like they're around. No one really <laughs> knows what Cortana, what the deals with Cortana are. Then there's this yeah. other AI based on Cortana that's only been dubbed the Weapon. The, that the, the Weapon that was made to destroy her. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, let me say. But it's like there's this interesting story set up and I I'm curious how it pays off because it totally when I was thinking more about this reminded me of the rise of Skywalker where they have they had this like critically panned story Mm -hmm. that had some very interesting bones so I'm like do they double down on it or do they write it out and soft reboot it yeah into a finish you know
0: Yeah, dude, that's, it'll be interesting to see what, what, what actually does come from it because that's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's such a dicey decision because it is, it's like, if you, you know, the soft reboot's always a fucking challenge anyway. And so, you know, even if that seems like, you know, like a good direction, it's, it takes so much to probably do that. And, and, you
1: know, I just showed you a cutscene from a halo five before mm -hmm. you started recording, um, to test the, uh, the new audio recording. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell just by watching the two side by side, they've gone for a complete aesthetic difference as well. Yep. It's very much more in line with the classic Halo games rather than this like yeah. sort of realistic sci-fi aesthetic that they had before.
0: Yeah. Well, I think because that was like, that was, that's that's really hot with some series, you Yeah. Know? but it's just like, I don't, I don't think it's necessary for like a game like yeah. Halo where it's like it's, it's sci-fi enough that like you don't need like a certain like human realness yeah. all the time. It's nice to some degree, but yeah. like. You well,
1: know. And I've said this before on the pod. It's like, I don't think the future of games is hyper realistic, like faces no. or hyper realistic people. It's creating fantastical worlds that yeah. could never exist or that we could never fathom yeah. with like a level of fidelity that's incredible. Yeah, for sure. So, and I think them going back to this sort of not really like, not really cel shaded, but not really like surreal like bits of reality in it but Mm. without it being perfect it's sort of cool and i think it likens itself so much like the original halo hell yeah it's fucking awesome
0: yeah yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see like i said like what come what like the storyline really unfolds as we will we will see uh, next probably by the next time we uh
1: we record i'll be a good chunk of the way into it man it's 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 there it's dropping i know asap man i have fucking finals and i'm much to my chagrin (laughs) because i wish that i could just like just go in head first into halo 5 yeah you just gotta dive in yeah oh man yeah so out of the gaming minute we go into just a fuck ton of spider-man adjacent news
0: so much man. street
1: level marvel stuff yeah lots of marvel man lots says, welcome of marvel. back to the shill cast everybody uh, praise feige may he never die yo dude should we start with that feige's statements
0: yeah yeah let's I mean like recently uh, as of like I mean apparently last like last night it was probably leaked you know starting to drop but wow dude like charlie cox is officially gonna be in the mcu
1: I called my girlfriend dude. while she was at work because she loves daredevil so much Hell and
0: yeah. I was like it's happening dude it's happening it's got to everybody's wanted it feige knew it yeah he just he had the card the entire time and he was just holding on to it waiting to play have you watched the the interview no okay
1: um it's him and cat not i almost said kathleen kennedy the uh the fucking the woman who's running um sony
0: oh amy pascal amy
1: pascal um and they're like Somebody, an interviewer, was like, um, anything about Charlie Cox? Is Daredevil coming back? We've heard that there are rumors. And Feige, very diplomatic answer. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Um, I can't talk about any projects or anything, but if Daredevil comes back, it's going to be Charlie Cox. We've already talked to him. Um, He's perfect for the role. Yeah, We will see when he arrives. And meanwhile, fucking Amy Pascal is there, like, chuckling to herself.
0: Which is sort of a dead giveaway dude yeah like she kn- she's in on it she knows the plan yeah she knows the plan of course she fucking does dude like it's just it's just good news man because, it's great news because like you know we all obviously know about the the cameo that he's gonna have um there's been like these little like breadcrumbs of yeah. like you know interest in like you know where his character is gonna pop up and stuff and it's just i mean I think it's good to drop some sort of like hint like that at this yeah. point because it's, it, it will keep people like interested, you know? Did keep you? People wanting, like craving that, you know?
1: We'll talk about the episode of Hawkeye in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming more and more obvious that Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back.
0: Hopefully, man. Ho- hopefully. I mean, he made, he made it like a, he like tweeted a comment about like uh, the Feige, like, you know, Charlie Cox announcement. And and it was like, it was like this really like, you know, I'm really happy for Charlie kind of thing, you know? And, and yeah, at this point it's gotta be. Well, he's been, he's been like hyping fucking Hawkeye. Well, he's also, yeah. I mean, he's been hyping Hawkeye and he's just been like, you know, ever since daredevil ended, you know, he's been like, yeah, I do it. I just need the call. Like, I just, you know, oh yeah. It yeah. was like fishing for it a little bit. And like, you know, you yeah. know, he's like, I bet I wouldn't put it past them to like have had this laid out. And like, 100%. they knew as soon as Netflix was done that they just needed to camp on this yeah. and like, you know, pers- like the roles were theirs. Yeah. Give it but- enough time. But, yeah, I mean, like, what fucking good news because they – Well, I think this is Charlie, this is
1: the thing. We know Vincent D'Onofrio is most likely coming back
0: probably if, tomorrow in Hawkeye. It would be a huge mistake. We've t- talked about it so many times. It would be just a fucking mistake if yeah. they didn't, you know, at this so point. So the, hopefully it's the, the truth. The, the leaks about Hawkeye have said that it's going to be
1: episode four.
0: Interesting. Okay. Which is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.
1: So also, that, that said, outside. do you want to see the supporting cast beyond Vincent D'Onofrio return? from daredevil how oh. do you feel about those actors how do you think that they
0: captured the performances of those characters don't need don't need electra that's for no, sure no fuck no um i have no problem with that actress i don't either i just like it was just it was weird it was just a like yeah an unnecessary ca- like return like you know um karen page fine. fine like she was she did a good she did a great job yeah whatever Oh, what's her name uh something deborah ann wool yeah I honestly, I think she she does just really fucking fine in that role. Like, I wouldn't mind it. But, uh, again, kind of unnecessary. Hate to say it. uh, They could recast her and I wouldn't be too bothered. Well, because it's not a main character. I really did love the dude that played Foggy. He gets so much shit. Uh I think it's fucking crazy. He's great. I think he's fucking great. Like, he's on the money. Yeah. I mean, I just recently rewatched uh season two of Luke Cage and like yeah. when he pops up in there it's like a oh, couple it's of a times. Bright spot. It's just it's well, it's cool you because watched, he, you rewatched season two of Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. What what was the inkling? Bushmaster man. <laughs> <laughs> boogie Boogie. <laughs> you know, I was just like, dude, uh Well because, you know, I, Anyway, um, <laughs> it, but it's cool because, because he, you know, when he shows up in that show, yeah like uh, away from Daredevil, away from Matt Murdock, you really still like get like this, you know, you, he's, he's the, in that character and he's yeah. in that, you know, he hits that note. And so it just kind of made him stand out a little bit to me.
1: You know, that, that episode in Luke Cage season two, mm. when Danny Rand shows up, is oh, like God. one of the fucking most fun episodes. That of. episodes
0: were donkulous.
1: It's great. They do fuck the fucking patty cake thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's yeah, there's definitely a couple like some cool moments in that episode. That 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 I don't know. Yeah, best, re-watching best that season seen, was just random. best you've seen Iron Fist.
1: Um, yeah, but. Yeah, no, I, I think that the entire supporting cast is really good. And I think Deborah Ann Woolley's been like I'd be down. And she's also been yeah. super vocal about wanting to get back in. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um the dude who plays Foggy hasn't. He well, just sort
0: of dropped it. I think it's
1: because people gave him like so much shit for no reason.
0: Well, yeah, and I think as, like, an actor, that cat's been in so many random roles. He's, like, one of those big actors. He Daredevil was, like, he his biggest probably, thing. Yeah, like, it was probably cool. Yeah, no, dude, his biggest thing was Mighty Ducks, man. Oh, my God. He, Wait, that's him. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, 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 so, you know, I just think, uh, I mean, that's probably not true. I don't want to discredit his career. But, but the Mighty Ducks. But the Mighty Ducks is fucking awesome. And um, anyway, so, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I, I think he probably is the one that, like, probably doesn't need the role yeah you know and probably doesn't like he understands it like a parts apart and like yeah. when it's done it's done you know
1: don't get too attached to um, it
0: but uh, but other actors particularly ones that are getting their like really getting their ground and stuff like that like these days you notice that they really strive for something that they can lock in yeah um because it's security right yeah. it's like you know and i think that's kind of a like a sign of like Again, yep. if you've acted and you've had like a little bit behind you, it's easier for you to just say it, like to jump from part to part yeah. in a way, because then you, you can know just who be I like, want to see again. Who? The dude who played Bullseye. Oh, my God. He what was his so fucking name? good. Dude, I forgot about that. He was Shit, Wow, dude. Wow. Why would I put that aside? He was so fucking compelling and good was, in that role. He it was, was, it was awesome. Creepy. And fucking on, dude. I to oh, have yeah. to rewatch that season now, dude. It's badass. Yeah, but th- yeah, that that would be that would be fucking cool. That that me cool see casting. Michael Bethel. Yeah, Colin Farrell's obviously not gonna do it because he's busy being Penguin. So
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but he was so like that was a compelling role. It was. It was.
0: Yeah, it,
1: and he fucking sold
0: Bullseye. Bullseye could be so. Like lame, <laughs> you know. Bullseye's a fucking crazy character. He's a I, crazy character I, in the comics. I will say, like Bullseye. Well, yeah. I mean, and the, like he
1: can be, like he. But like, I feel like Bullseye is one of those characters that some a writer that doesn't understand it can really fuck it up. Yeah. In live action.
0: Yeah. I mean, Bullseye. Bullseye would be. You know, if they ever made like a Hawkeye season two, and they wanted to introduce Bullseye, that be, would be that cool. would be a great way to do it. Why? Because like he is more accurate if not as I mean as accurate if not more accurate yeah. than fucking Hawkeye himself you know what I mean yeah like you like like he, he can pick up any fucking anything and make it like a, make it a projectile I just weapon basically like
1: the, the two of the so coolest bad. moments in Daredevil season three dude's were like right when I realized that dude was bullseye mm-hmm. and like Fisk's like car got ambushed dude. and you just see like this dude's ricocheting bullets and like putting the pieces together yeah and then he takes his gun apart and starts killing people with like the mag yeah and he's like throwing shit and then also so the office epic.
0: fight oh yeah it was
1: actually a bit like fucking terrifying the buildup. he's just murdering these reporters
0: that's what i mean that like that that cat like that cat really got like the sci- like the psychotic Side of Daredevil, of uh, Bullseye, fucking I think down. I yeah, want like to rewatch Daredevil sequences. season
1: three, but yeah. there's that whole episode that's in black and white and it's mm-hmm. Fisk going right. through Bullseye's backstory, yeah. and it's one
0: of the best episodes of Daredevil, dude.
1: And it's just, oh, yeah. so fucking good.
0: I bet, I bet there's gonna be like heavy Daredevil rewatch now that Charlie, now that, like oh, that, now that is, that's out there, yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, Netflix I'm sitting is gonna be like, like, shit. I'm gonna it. <laughs> so um. No, I mean that's but perfect. Yeah, that's, Going into that's, Hawkeye, that's that's great because yeah, it, you know that there's. Do you have that
1: a? I just saw your background. It's is that all Michelangelo or no? It's all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Oh yeah, the background of my phone's a, yeah, yeah, it's Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh fuck yes, <laughs> great comic. Yeah, dude. Well, great pair, pair, uh, pair up for sure. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, okay. So Hawkeye up there with episode with Scooby Doo f- and uh,
1: Scooby Doo and uh, oh my god, there's a Scooby Doo special with fucking. Why am I forgetting his name? Luke Skywalker.
0: Oh, like it was Scooby-Doo and Mark Hamill. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Why? Why is it forgetting Mark Hamill's name? Really? Yeah. There was like a Scooby-Doo special and they made a joke about the Batman and Scooby-Doo special where Mark Hamill was like, yeah, you were helping out Batman Robin. They're like, you knew? And he was like, oh yeah, word gets around and he does the Joker laugh. (laughs) And he coughs. He's like, I don't know what got into me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude uh god mark hamill's a legendary man absolutely the best um okay but but uh hawkeye hawkeye, hawkeye episode three so the TNG ninja trolls show up <laughs> Sco- <laughs> no. uh, this episode this episode's fucking cool man like sweet um you get you get like some awesome action yeah you know you get the, a good back you get the good background story for echo yeah which which as you know Immediately after that that episode two, cut at the end, you're just like, okay, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and they give you some really cool like like background. Ideas. I love
1: I love that they made her a um. They wrote in her being an amputee.
0: Yeah, Very fun. Yeah, it was a cool. It, it, I mean, and, and it really you know it, it works to her character like uh, having you know being somebody that like overcomes shit. Like yeah. that's kind of one of her. She's
1: been. She's been hit with so many different things, but continues to succeed. It's
0: a compelling yeah. character. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, with their backstory, like the whole segue of like, you know, her uncle. Yeah. Uh, kind of leading this gang. And then, you know, her witnessing uh, her, her uncle. uncle. Yeah. That, ooh. <laughs> I mean, like. And her, I, her, her dad's,
1: her dad's in one of the tracksuits, Yeah. I think so.
0: Yeah. I, I remember he was like wearing a red track suit. <laughs> well, no, her, like they just, are like, you talking about, you talking about the guy with the braid? Yeah. They described him as as her, her uncle.
1: No, that no, it was Uncle Fisk, man. No way. They
0: talk about yeah, him as
1: no, no. It said Uncle's gonna take you home, and then Fisk walks up. Oh. And then later in the episode, after you see his her dad get murdered, she's like, Uncle's
0: still in charge,
1: you know. Hmm. I think it's Uncle Fisk, sort of like uh, the respect, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. That's how I, didn't I catch read it. it. I didn't, that's how I read it. Yeah, I didn't catch that. But uh, either way, that that's yeah that that's the interesting connection there is that you know there's a scene there's a scene with a really fat hand uh, <laughs> touching a little girl touching a that girl. sounds wrong <laughs> <laughs> but
1: pinching her like ear
0: yeah but um, in and, a and in a you know there's only one like respectable extra large white person. Who would be wearing a full suit That's not the in blob. an
1: appropriate context.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> and who sounds like. And who sounds <laughs> like. So, you know. Vanessa. <laughs> You're not Vanessa. <laughs> you know, here's my thing. Why is Fisk hanging out with the sweatsuit mafia in 2007? Well, that's the thing. So, I mean. So, Fisk is like, obviously, like, he's, you know, he's got to be up and coming in this that's what i
1: thought is like that flashback he's with the sweatsuits that Mm -hmm. early on because he's making his way up in the criminal underworld yeah that's i mean that's that's probably and by the time we see more adult echo after the like in the second flashback Mm -hmm. where we see ronan kill her dad yeah notable (laughs) the um sort of makes sense right through so it go straight through and then he hopped out of a window and i sort of chuckled at that one always doing that um but uh i think it was um i think by that point fisk is like at the top
0: you know yeah i mean as, yeah as her as like you know i think where she's at now at least like you know when uh like the episode kind of catches back up to present day yeah she you know fisk is probably is probably on tops yeah and and you know what's in, what will be interesting to see i think is whether they describe these characters as coming back from the snap or not because they, because that would be like that would definitely play into their power you
1: well, know I mean, what i mean that ronan killing them that was pre-snap or during the during the period of time where there were a bunch a bunch of people gone
0: yeah okay so that i guess so they, would, would would place fisk as like being being alive that, yeah. that entire time so which fi- would which would make give make sense that he would be able to like then be even really like, capitalize on it exactly Philip like Philip Consolidate all here. the gangs under his fucking umbrella, you know yeah. what I mean? Which would be interesting. And that It'd would be that awesome. would be the that would be the like the It would make the,
1: total sense as to why he would have been able to go from like the fucking sweatsuits mm. to run in the city.
0: Oh, for sure. And that would put him, you know, directly like in the scopes of so many different characters at yeah. this point. So. Ronan
1: being one of them. Yeah. Totally fits with it. Yeah, definitely. And I think the um you know, I, I thought that her flashbacks were very effective, and with uh, watching it with Kate, she's not as familiar with like the comic stuff, mm. and I really wasn't familiar with Echo very much. But in reading up on her a bit and just sort of seeing what the deal was, she is really meant to be like a, like a like a other side of Matt Murdock, and you can totally see that. While Matt Murdock may be blind, she's deaf mm. and she's super observant, which yeah. they do a great job of showing off. Totally. Like that—that's her power. Is that she's incredibly observant, yeah. and like pseudo taskmaster esque,
0: yeah, In her I mean, perception,
1: she's not replicating fighting styles, but she's poking holes in people's.
0: Yeah, she's able to like you know see when somebody tenses up. And yeah, yeah, it's a, it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean that'll make that'll just make her a really a really interesting character to stick around. Yeah. Um, I'm just interested to see how f- like I mean they're clearly going to be developing her character further. Yeah. So. You know, I wonder... There's her own show coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that's... You know... You, that's gotta be... I'm just interested to that by how they're gonna do that because, you know, she... It's a cool character. Uh, three episodes in, you know, it's probably yeah. the third most compelling storyline in the Hawkeye at the moment. Yeah. So, you know... And it's,
1: it, uh, and that's with minimal setup. Yeah. Like, so, we really no. only have
0: gone the beginning of it. Yeah, but... um, the episode's cool though, cause it leaves off on a fucking hanger though. It's yeah. So... And
1: you get we got the sweet car chase in the middle of it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That that's a good like callback to like uh, some comic, some comic scenes. That uh, Challenger is like ripped straight out of the pages. It's funny that they don't they don't take it though. <laughs> well, know, and they like... they use it for a good joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of cool.
1: And I think uh, the fucking giant arrow is pretty fun. I appreciated that one. The pimero, arrow, <laughs> the man. Pym arrow the pimero The particles,
0: sick. man those things would be fucking insane in the real world <laughs> like
1: you know kate was like where are the consequences
0: for this exactly Like, millions of dollars in bridge structural damage <laughs> <laughs> there's a
1: giant arrow sticking out of it it's like there are three things it's either ant-man it's hawkeye or it's hawkeye and ant-man <laughs> it's yeah and i just love that the people of new york at this point in the mcu were just like eh, this what? problem is a fucking normal day yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean
0: it. they that's that's exactly how they had to they, they built it into the you know the comic universe then they do it well in the in the mcu where it's just sort of like this is
1: to be expected at it's this just point. something
0: to work around you know <laughs> like, well my half commute's fu- fucked everybody's like,
1: like half the population was gone for five years there's an arrow in the bridge whoop-de-doo yeah <laughs> that's fine
0: exactly it's yeah but yeah this episode definitely brought some really fucking good moments man like
1: you know Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I I like that setting up for episode four. Like I said, um, Fisk is supposed to show up in episode four. Yeah. And then we got through a promo, like a little teaser for episode four, the first shot of Yelena. Oh. Not like her face, but it's in like a mask and like a um, very like, you know, Splinter Cell? Yeah, yeah. She's like wearing a Splinter Cell mask. Oh, interesting. Which is... And then somebody did a side-by-side. Her character wears the that specific get-up in the comics all the yeah. time.
0: That's cool. So she's uh she's on the hunt for Ronan as well. In yeah, it looks line. like it. That's and interesting because, like, yeah, where Black Widow left her off, you're just kind of like, okay, where are they going to pursue that?
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think it's it's definitely going to be, a, like, one episode. She's on his tail. But yeah. then, like, you didn't actually murder her. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly.
0: They'll... Let's fight Fisk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll, I wonder if they will, like, have her, like, kind of come – C- call back in this series, or if he'll just be that one episode. On. I
1: hope. I hope that if, in like that was the fucking dis. We brought the Luke Cage Iron Fist crossover. Yeah, yeah. I don't get why Danny Rand didn't just stick around for the rest of that season. It was like there were like two episodes left. You know. Yeah. He could have been fucking invaluable, but for some reason they're like, "All right, get the fuck out of here." Budget. That yeah probably. <laughs> that dude wants his like one season of Game of Thrones money. Dude. The um. But I mean, it's one of those things of like I really hope that to further that character, mm-hmm. they keep her around because that could sort of play off of the former relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow in, mm-hmm. in a good way. It's a it's
0: I'd hope so. Yeah, a continued
1: like, passing of the torch,
0: you know. Well, exactly, and then you know, hopefully there will be some sort of. Uh... You know, bond created between her and Kate, and so that that can kind of be pursued on. You know, you get
1: your next generation Black Widow and your next generation Hawkeye being fucking amigos,
0: just hanging out, killing people. They both got dogs.
1: (laughs) The um, I I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be super fun.
0: Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll that'll be interesting to see like how they use their character. though And speaking of the future
1: of the MCU, Hmm. Hmm.
0: Tom Holland is going to be
1: back on for at least one film in another Spider-Man trilogy.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's you that's know, interesting because you know it it just it it shows you that they're not like concluding Peter Parker totally in this movie,
1: which makes sense.
0: Yeah, because it would be like a really gutsy move to like to pull that off without like hinting at that. Yeah. in a lot of ways, you know what I mean. Like you know, I think you want to prep your audience for something like that. Story exactly. Like that.
1: You know, I think Into the Spider Verse sort of laid out the. F- like the system I don't think mm. they're going to do into the spider-verse with like pulling like I don't think that movie's getting don't, adapted well but no, I think I don't, it would be a crossover well I think it makes sense for them because we know Donald Glover is Uncle Aaron mm. there is a Miles Morales I would I could really expect there to be a proper Miles Morales origin that in the background akin to into the spider-verse it's mm. like spider-man's operating and then maybe yeah. Spider-Man shows up at the end of the first act
0: yeah you know well that'd be that'd be uh, interesting I don't, like it'd be interesting I mean either way it's gonna be interesting how they pass that torch with them yeah. because you know what they need to do is just like they need. I think they just need to like do a formal like fucking Peter Parker dies Miles Morales takes over because that's I don't think that's they'll how that torch, do that I mean I don't think they'll do that either because that because that limits the ability to make that character profitable and, well I mean look
1: at the spider but, but look at uh, Spider-Man PS4 Another good example of a Miles Morales origin story. Yeah, but
0: it's kind of hard to like. It's a game. It's hard to like follow. It's hard to like split your interest with two with multiple I spider people operating. You well, know what I think I mean? but
1: that can set up them retiring Peter Parker rather than them killing him.
0: I don't know. I think they should kill him. They already they if they if they already if they already, ex- if they already establish a multiverse then what's the point of having a loose end Peter Parker around, you know what I mean? Especially when especially when as Tom Holland gets older, you probably will have less interest in being Spider-Man ever again. So yeah, I you just have this that. like weird knowledge of like this version of Spider-Man's around He's but somewhere. not active.
1: I guess you're right.
0: Uh so I mean It's the
1: whole reason of why they had to It's make... also part
0: of the reason why Miles Morales is really compelled to become spider-man yeah is because he sees peter parker sacrifice himself and die right in front of him so
1: in 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 both of his
0: major origin stories yeah so (laughs) i think it'd be a really good pivotal kind of thing personally you son of a bitch but i i mean like either way it's it's interesting to see why why, it's the same reason
1: they killed tony stark and they turned steve rogers into an old man these valid reasons to excuse those characters as not players anymore
0: yeah and i i mean i think they've already shown like that they've killed off you know killing off tony stark as like their most popular character yeah was uh a real gutsy move and, and they fucking worked. did it and like people weren't people don't regret it you know no, <laughs> like because
1: it because it was well paid off yeah we like that character is widely loved and it wasn't a distasteful way of killing him
0: but that yeah and that's my hopes though is that the mcu continues to be gutsy as they continue to be popular yeah. you know what i mean rather than just continuing to look for outlets to make money off of things like uh, i hope that like the story always comes first. Yeah. Which is not something you get at Sony, but you do get at Marvel still.
1: I was not going to talk about this because (laughs) odds are they're both going to get canceled. A Rhino and a Sandman movie... Who I don't the th- fuck
0: I, thought of that? I think they're doing what they've all what what they always do, and like we've seen it in the past. We get I get duped by it all the time Same. too. It's like they where they're just like they start like these companies start throwing ideas out into like the public ether yeah. where they're like, yeah, we're gonna produce this, you know, random fucking character movie, and like if it gets popular enough, you know, like like okay, that's probably how Morbius got started. Like, yeah, it's probably th- I think they threw it out there. They maybe like a, attached Jared Leto's name to it. Yeah, and like they they fished for a bit. Maybe you know, like you know, right
1: after or notable Mobius like or Morbius comic yeah and that
0: and, and that's what's been happening lately is that like you really do you see like characters I mean look at all the hype that was happening with Venom right around the time Venom 2 came out yeah was, was, it, it was the, you know, Venom, the, the... It was like, it was fucking, the King and Black story. Yeah, the King and Black story had just wrapped up. And that yeah. was like the biggest fucking story of the year so yeah. far, probably. And it was received super well. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it seemed like it was widely fucking popular. And, yeah. And, but, you know, it puts Venom right at the center of like the fucking Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: actually speaking of this, you know how they made Echo fucking important in the comics right yeah. before in, bringing her into the MCU? How? She is the fucking Phoenix Force.
0: That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, like they find these ways to, like, really all of a sudden make these characters prominent. That's and... a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. The fucking, like, to... I mean... If you think about the, I don't know, I want to get on a rant about the Phoenix Force. If you think about the Phoenix Force, though, like, it splits up in this one storyline with the X-Men. It's X-Men versus Avengers. It splits up into, like, five different super powerful X-Men, right? Yeah. Because one of them can't contain it. And it's yeah. so hard to, for, like, an individual. Like, Jean Grey and, like, Cyclops are the only ones. It's so hard to contain it by yourself. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty cool, just as a character thing. Like, yeah, that it's Echo crazy was able thing. to Like, you know, harness that.
1: Yeah, and it was like that uh, she got chosen for it, too. Interesting. It was super interesting, and it's, like, it's it's sort of a funny meta thing of, like, they make these characters important mm. right
0: before they go onto,
1: like, onto yeah. the screen.
0: Yeah, well, and that was always, like, I mean... It, That's it. I, it. I do think with Sony... It's interesting just that they do it more and more yeah. because, it, because it's becoming a more popular way of introducing stuff. So. You
1: know, I think with Sony, and it's, like, DC does this as well. Star Wars does this as well. Mm. I was actually, I was going to cut this, but I think it makes sense. Um, Rangers of the old Republic got can or Rangers of the new Republic got canceled mm. because Gina Carano is uh, apparently shady to work with and oh. no one likes her. Oh. Um, what's the press <laughs> it got canceled. That was also what fucking uh, Mr. Kim was going to be in that. Oh, that's a bummer running with her, but it got canceled. And Kathleen Kennedy said they hadn't even started a script for it. And they're just going to reincorporate the ideas into Mandalorian season three. Yeah. See, I have confidence that every single project Marvel announces mm or main Marvel announces is, like, in the scripting phase at least. Well, yeah, but it feels I think like you get, like, Rangers of the New Republic. Nah, they announced it, like, a year ago. Script hasn't even been written. Rogue hmm. Squadron might be getting canceled after Wonder Woman 84.
0: I don't think it's getting canceled because of that, but it, it, it has... I don't think it's, in, it's moving forward at all because, yeah. because Patty Jenkins is just fucking busy as hell.
1: Yeah. And then you see it with like DC as well, where they throw out a bunch of random shit. Like Mm -hmm. there was going to be the, uh, a black Manta movie that was actually the, the, whatever the deep or whatever. Yeah. The trench or whatever. The trench. That's it. And it's like, there are these ideas that are interesting and they just Mm -hmm. sort of throw them like darts. See which one hits a bullseye and the public's like, Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. But then I think Marvel has it figured out because they don't give a shit what the public thinks is cool. They make it cool. So, sometimes I mean, they, they,
0: all all of those companies do that. Like Marvel does it also. Marvel's yeah. like probably one of the most guilty companies of doing that because yeah. they because the, like but the I think way they, the they way, make everything though the way that they utilize like like online sentiment and like rumors and shit like that to kind of yes craft what they do yeah it is is interesting in a, in a way because
1: but they don't but they they might start online conversations and rumors mm-hmm. but they don't do it like they do it and then they announce something. Versus yeah, how it, feel, I mean, it feels I, yeah, like, like Sony like a, and DC like... announce something to get online rumors going, or to get like talk going, mm-hmm. and then that shapes the production that they make. I feel like Marvel gets the convers might see a conversation be like, oh, that's a good idea,
0: Phase Five. You know, maybe. I mean, I, 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 I like I said, I think all, all, like, I, I think all of them are guilty of that, and I think you know. M- m- Marvel, having been the most popular one, they just like they've found a way to hone it, so it seems they obvious on the best nowadays. And so, yeah. you know, because they've had the most success, and so it's it it is what it is. It's just the product of making like gigantic you know movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, d- the, the problem with DC doing it is that they just never they never base how they say it. They yeah they just they still don't have that base, and so it becomes like really noticeable. Because it's just every other project. You're just like, okay, that's falling through. Okay, that's falling through. You know, I saw an interesting
1: (laughs) analogy, and it sort of ties into this. And it was about games. It was about games as a service Mm -hmm. and that model, and how like since Fortnite became super successful, like a bunch of games are trying to replicate that multiplayer format.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Not
1: just the battle royale stuff, but the monetization. Mm -hmm. Fortnite brings in two hundred million dollars a year just just in microtransactions. Fucking crazy it's
0: fucking nuts
1: but people forget as an example halo's multiplayer mm-hmm. it's fun it's built well they have a horribly aggressive cosmetic monetization system that is really shitty <laughs> and um there's not really a way for free players that don't want to buy stuff to look cool okay it sucks yeah um the, yeah and somebody i saw on reddit somebody made the analogy of like they want fortnite now but they forget that Fortnite floundered off its launch for a year. Hmm. It was a tower defense game where you built a structure and defended it from zombies through the night. Sounds boring. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And then they just sort of like took a gamble off of, honestly ripping off PUBG, Player knows Battlegrounds, and then it floundered for a bit after that. They started being like, maybe we can make some brand deals. And then it started exploding. Yeah. And it's like, There's that whole thing of, like, you have to get your base first. The people that honestly love it and will advocate for it before you can really start heavily investing in some Mm. crazier shit. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, it goes straight back to Marvel. Mm. Iron Man's fucking solid. It was a great start. Say Mm. what you will, Incredible Hulk. Fuck, it sucks. (laughs) Um, All of Phase 1, otherwise, is fine, is, like, serviceable to pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm and then and then you can start building the crazier shit
0: yeah, exactly and yeah dc
1: never took the time movie 2 was batman versus superman yeah they
0: they just never exactly and that's what i mean they they and just sony's because, just as guilty be, yeah because well sony's just sony's just the the fuck all because they just get like <laughs> They get the random characters, and then they just try to make... They have no They have no major players. Yeah. And so they just get the most random characters. They're trying to make them important. And they just try to make them important. And it's really just like, that's the worst, because it's just like, yeah. I'm, I don't... Like like, it, they the, have Venom, like, and they have Spider-Man. Yeah, and Venom isn't... Like, Venom is... There's we say it. like in comparison to like properties of the other companies own and com- and can like, you know, build on, venom is fucking small. Yeah. like, I I'm not knocking the character, but like it's oh, so venom's you know, awesome. you know, it's just like, it's not a fucking Superman. It's not a. It's not a Spider Man. It's, Spider-Man. Not, it's, it's not, not. It's not a fucking. Uh, you know. It's not even a fucking when, Thor. When the primary. Like,
1: when the primary vessel to your character is through a more popular character, that yeah. sets
0: it up. And that's what's. That's all Sony is like. Sony's just the addendum. Exactly. To, like, to like. You know everything. who's the fucking worst though?
1: <laughs> the Dark Universe.
0: <laughs> oh my God, dude! Did you hear? Had have you heard the room? The new uh, is it from back? the from. So they're they're moving ahead with a uh Renfield movie. Oh who's God. starring the guy that played Beast in the X-Men first class movie. Nicholas Holt got yeah. attached to this? He's so and, good. And Nicholas Cage no is way. playing Dracula.
1: I sort of respect the audacity. I am
0: fucking blown away by it, but like I'm on board because <laughs> I just you know, there's no way crazy. there's no way I could personally ever take Nicolas Cage like in like a serious acting role. No. So it's just sort of fucking <laughs> everything he does is just sort of a fuck all fun thing to watch at this oh, point. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And so that's like I'm just you know they're tanking this movie. Yeah, but, but they're simultaneously it's like, also making it really awesome that's because sort Nick of some- Cage is in <laughs> it.
1: I mean, it's sort of like the balls to it, you know?
0: Yeah, but there's just no way that they're going to be able to build off of it if no. that's what they're looking for, you know what I mean? Like, no.
1: It makes <laughs> so fucking stoked about it. It makes almost <laughs> no sense, but at the same time, it sort of
0: does. It Right? It, like, because he's... I mean, dude like because the audacity of his roles and like some of the weird shit he's done lately, he's gotten really popular again. And because it's like a spectacle to watch whatever the fuck he's thrown himself in pig just popped up on Hulu. Really? I haven't watched it yet. Have you heard about that movie? I have. It looks fucking ridiculous. Like I can't (laughs) wait to watch it. Um, but it's like that kind of shit. And so that's why I think they're banking on really. I mean, if you know, give
1: us like super over the top, Campy, yeah. ridiculous monster movies. It's more in line with what they were. I agree.
0: I think they. I think people Barring might these, like, eat them up. like self serious type like like yeah. the mummy with Tom trying Cruise. to make them like edgy and fucking yeah. modern all the time. Like, remember you remember that Invisible Man movie from a few years ago? I actually heard that was pretty
1: decent. It like, is good. I heard it was fucking scary. If you of. watch the behind the scenes stuff, yeah. it looks like domestic violence. They have a dude in like a full green morph suit just throwing that woman around, Jesus and Christ. then they removed him. And that's how they shot a lot of it.
0: That's fucking intense.
1: It's fucking intense. And <laughs> In the back, it's like, it's brutal. And that was a retooled movie mm. that was supposed to be with Johnny
0: Depp. Yeah, that's right. And they, that's right.
1: Which is stupid. But they, um, they retooled it and then made it a standalone. Mm. And it, it was good. Yeah. It was a well-directed movie. Good sort of like pseudo yeah.
0: psych horror. But they definitely like disconnected that from their f- supposed movie. Which was the right? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I think that's probably one of the reasons why that was successful. It was because yeah. they didn't focus on that. You know, but yeah. because I mean, know your place. Yeah, no one's really
1: chanting for an uh, invisible with, man with
0: a fucking with a base kind of in in your in in mind. You don't want to start with Invisible Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Start with your fucking classics. Yeah. Start with fucking Dracula. Start with Frankenstein. You know. Yeah. But that's the that's why it's weird that they're doing. They're not starting with a Dracula movie. They're introducing yeah. Dracula in this like movie centered around, you know, his fucking. Man servant that he takes the he like corrupts his mind you know yeah <laughs> anyways um yeah it'll be fucking that'll be wild but yeah you know oh, man so we haven't talked about the Spider Verse though the, yeah the, let's the get to actually something dropped. that's
1: actually we know is probably gonna be pretty good because Lord and Miller are directing it dude and writing it
0: like it's so cool that they just like threw this out there out of nowhere man you know I want to
1: before we watch this. Into the Spider Verse mm-hmm. is not just a great animated movie. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe it is one of the better movies that I've ever
0: seen. It's in my top ten. It's fucking phenomenal. It's a good movie. I'm not. I can't knock it. I, I do. I do enjoy the hell out it of it.
1: Wholeheartedly deserved that Best Picture nomination, or not Best Best, Best Animated Movie nomination. And I think that it was for snubbed sure. for Best Picture. I mean, I don't think
0: it would ever, ever the oh, Best Picture. it but.
1: wouldn't win, but I think it should have at least gotten nominated. It was one
0: of the best movies of that year. I mean, maybe, uh, but it was. It's like am I being, it's, it's am I being the, hyperbolic? It's the, Perhaps it's one of the, one of the best, uh, if not the best Spider-Man movie that's come out.
1: Oh, I like, think that's
0: not. <laughs> I think
1: it is the best Spider-Man movie. Like that's for sure, one hundred percent. Which makes it all the more impressive that it's a Miles Morales' story.
0: Well, and exactly, and that is why it's like i think because of this movie th- this is like given marvel a reason to move away from peter parker yeah you know what i mean yeah they were like officially like okay this can be a fucking big character yeah you know like and i that's cool because because it matches like the status of that fucking character and, you know, like and the rise that it, he had like miles morales as a character yeah. i had dude
1: you know we were just talking about we were just giving sony a lot of
0: shit Oh, always, this, yeah, As always
1: <laughs> this is what happens when somebody goes to Sony and has a genuinely spirited idea mm. for a direction that they want to take the Spider-Man franchise.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And like, they definitely responded you know, like, like Lord and Miller are fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: You know, the shit they've done, they how to train your dragon, all three of those. They did uh 21, 22 jump street, the Lego movie, all incredible movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like all... All res- all bangers. Yeah. I mean, and like
1: they've done a few art things, but it's all been like pr- like wins across the board for them. Yeah. Mostly in animation. And I think like Into the Spider-Verse was so compelling because of that revolutionary animation style.
0: Yeah, it, uh, I think that's where, really what set it above everything else was yeah. that it visually didn't look like anything else, so it captivated people right away. Exactly. And that gave them a vessel to like oh. really just put like the story together.
1: Before we watch this quick bit of avatar news Mm. this reminded me of something um avatar studios is developing a 2d 3d animation style that they said the closest thing they compare it can compare it to is into the spider verse but like based on asian art huh
0: i know interesting it's intriguing uh i I mean it can get really overwhelming if you do it in a fucking wrong way that's for sure
1: exactly but i think it's cool yeah yeah new new art that's just interesting
0: that they've like took note from this you know yeah
1: New art, new styles, new ways of revolutionizing the medium. Like we were talking about, um, when I was talking about uh, Encanto, Mm. the fucking fidelity of that animation is crazy. Yeah. And this, it's like a wholly different style of animation. And it's awesome nonetheless.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and that's, you know, I think what people, what people often get, like, like people often get locked into, you know, being comfortable with the same type of shit, yeah, over and over, and so it's really hard to push new shit out into yeah. like the mainstream. And you know, I think that Spider, like the first Spider Verse movie, really just kind of like cut a fucking hole in the in, in, yeah. in the mainstream and was like, you know, we can do other shit. Like- yeah,
1: it's a it's a. <laughs> there goes that. There it uh, goes the. Um, it was a new. It was taking something that everyone was comfortable enough and familiar with enough Mm -hmm. and taking it in a new direction. Mm -hmm. And I think it it captivated audiences.
0: Yeah. And it's fucking great. And it it gave us a fucking wall-sized kingpin. Oh, my God. (laughs) Absolute unit. Dude. I mean one of the most I mean, honestly, probably one of the most brutal Spider-Man on screen moments is in that movie when he beats the fucking life out of Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. And also
1: an incredible score.
0: Like the oh, The yeah.
1: Prowler theme.
0: Dude. Oh. They're, so yeah. good. There's just so much to fucking love about.
1: I think about that movie. um the it was yeah, it was fucking sick. I think the um yeah, I think that the movie all around is really good. And very quickly off the back we started hearing some like Sony greenlit a few different things about it. Mm-hmm. Like we knew there's a sequel coming. Oh yeah. We knew that they were uh a, they were going to do an all female Spider-Verse mm-hmm. with Gwen Stacy as the lead. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still in the books.
0: That's one of those I imagine is like one of those things they throw out there and they hope Feelers, catch you know? the yeah. But it did really... po- she was a popular character in, she the, was. in from the movie but Hey Haley Seinfeld. Yeah. But that it also depends, like you know, if yeah. you, you know who's available and what, exactly, like because that's a really important thing these days. Is like to get those people to like follow through with those characters, cause yeah, because you know viewers fucking notice and pick oh, apart yeah. these, you know, so.
1: absolutely. I think they you can be forgiven a bit with animation.
0: Oh, for sure. That that that's why it's like a great medium too. Like yeah. maybe switch it before you really lock in. Yeah, you know, or I mean, look
1: at. What if? I mean, we have a promise with what if, but the impersonators they got for some of those roles oh, yeah. were on the money.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, i yeah, like the guy that did Drax. The guy that did Drax. The guy that did Tony Stark. Totally great.
1: You did Black, the woman who did Black Widow. Oh, yeah, yeah. The woman who did Carol Danvers. What, that was not Brie Larson.
0: No, that's good. Not, yeah, damn.
1: Exactly. I mean, like, they can get away with if some of their actors don't want to come back or have scheduling conflicts.
0: So, where does this next Spider Verse movie put us? Like, I think it's slightly, like,
1: slight time jumps. You can see. Let's just watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So Go for
0: it. I was just thinking about that. I was like, because, like, where, where the first one ends. And like anyway, the yeah. first
1: one ends with like him getting into his groove as Spider Man.
0: Yeah, and so so he's been operating as Spider Man presumably with I when think, this starts.
1: Yeah, and I want to say he was like in, like a, he was like a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah. He he's good. it looks like he's living at home still. Okay. I think I wouldn't be surprised if this is a couple years, maybe like two years in. Yeah, they look. They s- both still look kind older. of like the
0: earlier days of his career. Yeah, maybe closer, he's like but, sixteen now. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't. Yeah, he still had that teenage. Yeah, totally. He's still listening to the same song. Yeah, this guy's definitely not like.
1: What, am I some post melon? Yeah, dude. Post melon, no. Miles. Miles. Oh, shit. A, oh, a little suit change is of really? cool. Yeah. Yo. How'd you open this How fucking been- portal?
2: It's a long story.
0: Is this the room you grew up in? It, it is, but uh, my my that Voltron is very adult. right? No, of course. Yeah, hey, are these
1: your drawings? What? No, no, good.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> the crush is real, too. Okay, so what are you doing? Here? <laughs> she's
1: she's stuck with the haircut, I I she just got longer. <laughs> <see you> <laughs> Wanna get out of here?
0: Oh. You're a fucking Spider
1: Man, man. Love that. Spider Man grounded? Damn. Um, I, mean, I love I- the theme, too.
0: So cool. <laughs> Just fucking into it. Yeah, so. Good
1: visual. I know what dude. universe this is, so I'll tell you afterwards. Take a guess if it comes in.
0: Yeah, yeah it's just fucking slick, dude. And there's a Little motif
1: for Miguel. Yeah. They even brought back the fucking light-up webs. Dude. So, so Eva, why is he after Miles, man? So in this, in these flashes, there's a ton of hidden stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No,
0: I didn't realize there was a part one, and my at the floor, man. Dude. Yeah, that's cool that they're they're doing like one part one and two. October so, seventh, twenty twenty two,
1: man. So real. What universe do you think they were swinging through initially there? Oh, I have no idea. It's Spider Man India. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's like Pavitra. Pakir or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like a short lived comic from a few years ago. Hmm. And it's like, you can see it's like a slightly different logo. And one of the flashes, it's the Spider Man India logo. That's cool. And then um, I forget if what the other ones were, but that one was immediately distinctive and people picked up on it right away. Even, That's cool. Even the number on uh, there's a brief shot where you can see the number changing. Hmm. On uh the on Oscar Isaac's wrist right before they teleport. Oh okay. And it's the universe. It's them hopping back to the twenty universe.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. That's cool that they're just gonna like really jump through. Like you're not seeing necessarily uh, just our universe. You're gonna really explore like what yeah. other universes might look like.
1: I wonder if we're gonna see any of the Spider Man from the original come back other than Gwen.
0: I I mean probably. I like, think Peter B. I, 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 I bet. No. <laughs> i bet that they'll pull some of like the you know they'll probably pull like small yeah roles of anything i don't think there'll be like another main assembling of those characters yeah i think know?
1: they're gonna bring in some new
0: ones exactly i think that is the more likely scenario are there
1: any like I, i'm pretty sure spider-man india
0: is gonna be in it i are mean th- I'd, I'd imagine if that if that's like if, if they there, showcase that you know. yeah
1: are there any on your on like your bucket list any, any oh. riffs on
0: spider-man that you know of I mean, that I'd like to see. Yeah. I mean, it would. I mean, fuck it, dude. It would be cool to see a Ben Riley somewhere in there. You yeah, know? Scarlet Spider. Yeah, for sure. Give me... I'd like uh, to I'll see do... the... I, I'd like to see the punk fucking spider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll do Supreme Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, that'd be cool. I, I really don't... I mean, that's, that's... Again, though, that's become such a popular character. I it's really wonder awesome. if they would just, like... If they would randomly include that in something or if they would hold that out for something else. Maybe. You know what I mean? You might be right. Like, because... I mean... Because it just like like that storyline got re- like it's huge. It got fucking. And that's a big. cool story as well. It, it really is a fucking interesting like concept, you know. And it's cool that they're still running with it in the that, comics now. I and, mean, that'd be dope just to like. St- that's that's the cool thing about the the you know them playing actively with the yeah. fucking multiverse. Is like, it it is like possible. Yeah. To say to just say like even a superior Spider-Man in this universe is different than the one that we're used to. You know what I mean? I think
1: that's one of the cool things with this, with the spider verse in general and Mm. the movies that are coming out of it. It was such a fresh concept initially. Oh, for sure. I mean, like there's like, like a lot of times movies or comics, there are movies adapted from comics. There's like a specific reference point. Mm. Like spider verse was a thing, Mm. but not like
0: we'd seen it. No, yeah, not not. It like was the, so
1: directly pulling from so many different corners. It created something totally unique, for sure. And it was like it's such a different thing. They can sort of go in whatever fucking direction they want with this.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, and that's like literally the only reason they're able to get away with that is because they have the balls to fucking yeah, the fucking or the the guts we'll say the to to really fucking like just go for it in that first one. Yeah, you know, um, you know want like I said, because, like, like, and, like, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen that movie. Uh, you know, like, the regular Peter Parker is, like, out. Yeah. As, like, fucking... Fucking <laughs> re- <laughs> like, murdered. Like, really close to the beginning of that movie. You yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, like, midway through the first act. And so, like, you immediately segue away from that character and just start exploring unknowns. Yeah. And, like this that's almost expected from this movie you know what i mean that's one of the exciting things that this property brings i think is like you'll get some fresh visual yeah you know through the through the animation but you're hopefully seeing just some fresh fucking characters that you haven't experienced
1: like like i said like spider-man india oh yeah a comic run from like a few years ago that didn't go on for very long spider-man 2099 miguel o'hara yeah a, to, it, a very widely loved character that throwing, gets zero spotlight outside of the 2099 comics. Throwing Spider... Throwing that, that you know... The, Spiders
0: you, Man? The, well, they... Uh, dude, Spiders Man would be fucking crazy. The, For those that don't know. The one that's made up of uh, millions of... of Spiders with a hive mind? Yeah. With, <laughs> fucking wild. But, like, I mean, they really... Should, I would love to see a play on that... Um. You know where they ended in, in the last movie, this uh, 1967 universe. Yeah, that Spider-Man. Because you could just do campy shit with that <laughs> oh, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And they've been reembracing that that Spider-Man in comics a little bit. Really? Which, which is fucking interesting. It's so, crazy. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that if that character does make an appearance. Yeah. You know? but, so
1: you know, I'm curious. I want to ask you about this. Um, in the little like uh, synopsis it has underneath the trailer in the description, it says that they're like going. Across the universes and bring together a new team of spider-man to fight a villain A villain. and the, like the, none of them have fought before it's sort of like i think the layman per se would assume that miguel o'hara in this is a villain just something like he's chasing down miles oh. he's
0: not no you know it's just like some sort of miscommunication or he's like yeah or it's just trying to stop him so
1: they can talk you yeah, know exactly he does fucking like Mid air rock bottom him into yeah. the logo,
0: but I mean, that could be said because, like I said, they're probably just missed. There's probably just some sort of misunderstanding, yeah. And, you know,
1: which I want to say, Spider Man 2099 suit looks fucking uh, sick in animation, looks fucking dope, <laughs> it looks so good, yeah. That character's fucking cool, man. But who do you think would be a
0: villain for this because it that has to be question. on a
1: multiversal
0: scale, yeah. And that that's that's the like the wild thing is like, I, you know. I don't I can't think of a fucking character out of the top of my head that I would pull and make that make that the I was thinking name. like Annihilus. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta go big with like with a scenario, but it's also like it has to be a character that's recognized as a Spider Man villain. I know. And Annihilus is is mostly like I would associate him with a fantastic four. I know. And I mean Here's my thing. Do we get Venom and do King and
1: Black? No. I no. They would never <laughs> it's they would too new. never try that with this like it's too new
0: they would save that for a fucking like feature film property. And the rumors has it that they're, that they're maybe thinking about that, which obviously is still way too soon. (laughs) No, actually
1: that's another direction they could go with, um, with, uh, the next trilogy of Spider-Man movies. They could, and they could Venom's in the MCU. They could very well, when Tom Hardy gets pulled back. Yeah leave a chunk of the venom symbiote that'd be interesting and that's how you get venom in the mcu yeah these i think king and black would be better with the avengers
0: oh for sure i mean from a you'd have to like it's an event. At least at least yeah exactly like the like like how they did with with you know uh end they they really brought it to that focus of like you know through the the team aspect like yeah and the team lens and i think that's how it have to be because yeah. putting that like all through like just the spider-man lens or something or the Venom it's lens, it's too big it's way too big of a scope for, even like for, of, even like, of like absolute carnage artists, you know what i mean was was oh yeah
1: it was a spider-man and venom led comic mm. miles morales was a big player peter parker eddie brock eddie brock's kid but then the entire avengers showed up yeah, because it, it was at that scale. Like, if the Avengers yeah. didn't show up, yeah, you'd be like, "What the fuck?"
0: Yeah, I mean, you have you you have uh, you know that Eternals issue where it's exactly. like everybody's like, "Where
1: were they during the snap?" You yeah. know, like, which they really try to work with. <laughs> like,
0: so, and, and but then at the same time, you're sort of like, eh. yeah. but I don't know who would be the fucking villain in this movie, man. Because like, because because you do you think about like Kingpin got bigger. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That, I mean, that was the wild thing about the last movie was that the main villain was Kingpin, and they made it work. And they actually. made him a, like a multiversal threat in that movie. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> they were like, "This guy's gonna rip apart the universe so he can get Vanessa." So back. you know, like, it's not impossible that they'll make any character that big, that big threat. Yeah, you know, who knows? I don't know, Somebody,
1: man. some fucking crazy scientist finds out to br- finds a way to break into the multiverse. Yeah, you dude. know, oh, like yeah. who who knows? Who could who knows who that villain could be? I'm all true. we know is that it's probably not anyone from the first movie.
0: No, no. I mean,
1: I'm pretty sure almost all of them died. <laughs> I mean, he's that, like yeah. what? So Kingpin's in prison.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Prowler, died. Yeah. Green Goblin died. Done. Uh, last time we saw Doc Ock, super awesome Catherine Hahn Doc Ock, got she got hit by a bus. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Scorpion got an anvil dropped on his head. Yeah. And Tombstone fucking sucks. Yeah. At everything, that's what I mean. <laughs> he
0: got knocked out by Aunt May. <laughs> so that reminds me, uh, real quick. For some reason, um, I wanted to talk real, uh, about that little the Spider-Man villain panel. Did you catch that? Any of that? I did briefly. So, I saw like some clips. I just, I just wanted to touch on like the uh, the the like each actor gave a response to like why they came back. Yeah. Jamie oh. Fox was like, you know, like I was basically promised that I wouldn't be as fucking ridiculous as the last character. <laughs> Willem Dafoe was like, they came to me and it sounded like a really interesting story. Like I wanted to do it. <laughs> and then Alfred Molina was just like, the I did, money, I, yeah, I'm here for the money. And I like, saw that. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucking honesty right there. I'm I love in, it. I'm in it. Like, you know, it just, that was so fucking good. I think, you know, and that's
1: sort of the dichotomy with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. There will be people doing it for the money. Hmm. If it shows in the performance, that sucks. Yeah, but if but. it doesn't show...
0: Even better. Fine with me, <laughs> but I just love that they all had different reasoning. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, especially I can't blame Jimmy Fox. Oh no, dude! Like he got, he got, he got, he got shafted. He got dealt a bad hand with that Blue character. Man Group. You're being promised to be a Spider-Man fucking villain, and you get, oh. you get, just, you know, I don't know. Like it just, you just. He got screwed, man. Like, the character was design so was awful. Lame. They really made his just character just this, like, fucking... You know
1: what's so like, interesting? Like, they tried to make him so sympathetic,
0: and it was just You like, know what's
1: so interesting about the Amazing Spider-Man movies hmm. is that in both of them, the first one less so. The first one is serviceable. Yeah. You can see what they were going for the whole way
0: through. Definitely. You can see the vision. It's but just, just so
1: underwritten. Yeah. And actually, I think I texted this to you after watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, another Sony property. They just need to get better writers. Yeah, it's like there's some of their stuff just feels underwritten and underthought out. It's like that's where they save money. Exactly, <laughs> they don't because hire anybody good. You know, Into the Spider, not Into the Spider Verse. Um, I guess it sort of applies, but um, um, The Amazing Spider-Man Two in particular has some phenomenal CGI. Mm. Most specifically, point out when Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man suit in Mm -hmm. that, they modeled it after like the modeling that they did, where you can see it like ruffle in the wind because it's not perfectly fitting. Yeah. Like it's skin tight, I, but there's always like the seams and yeah. like the opening shot when he's sky, like falling out of the sky, you can see the ripples on it. I
0: remember the first time I saw, I watched that like part of the, the trailer oh, or whatever. They released, sick. Like, it was so fucking cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I mean. Like I still hold that up. Like they, yeah. they pulled off some amazing at like stuff with Spider-Man in those yeah. movies. Not the you know, amazing Spider-Man, but, uh, yeah. you know, they, 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 they just didn't. Again, it was just it was storytelling failure for the most you, part. That you know really what just it is didn't work. It's Transformers. Oh yeah, they just tried to. They <laughs> oh god, yeah. Seriously, I mean,
1: those movies are notoriously underwritten. Yeah, they don't have fucking reason to like tell the stories that they're telling. Mm-hmm. But they look great, they just, and they still don't sell.
0: They just really thought that they could just start banging out Spider Man movies at that point, yeah. and and that that was like their downfall. They didn't take the time to like care about the about the characters I, that much past the movie that they were making i
1: love the uh there's an interview with amy pascal where she was i might have talked about this a while back where she was talking about her first time meeting with kevin feige mm. and he came in offered to consult on a new spider-man project after the amazing spider-man flopped and she was like this is what we want to do we want to do all these side characters and then we'll do a sinister six and he was like that's not going to work No one cares enough about these side characters. And she said she threw him out of her office and she like cried. (laughs) And then he stayed because Kevin Feige is apparently an actually nice person. And he and she invited him back in and and apologized and was like, well, what
0: do we do then? And he was like, let us
1: use him. People will actually fall in love with Spider-Man again.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, and that, that was like the best interest of Marvel for sure. One hundred percent. And but it, I I don't fault him. I don't think he's wrong. No, and I I mean some I mean what's unfortunate is that it didn't stop Sony from trying to do that anyway. So, yeah. Like there's still we basically I mean what's nice is that we got serviceable Spider-Man movies now, and then and. Sony's able to still do whatever the fuck they want with those side yeah. characters, but it's just weird that they continue to want to spend money on them. I know because it like clearly never make like go, it goes past much, you know, Venom yeah. Two, Venom and Venom two were the extreme exception. Yeah. And well, I think Venom and Venom
1: Two succeed because those movies are well enough made. And Tom Hardy is a relatively charismatic performer mm. and they're incredibly trans, um, translatable to overseas audiences. Yeah. For sure, and and that was the bread and butter. Of the first Venom, uh, it was like seventy percent of its like. Uh, so the domestic market. Things I learned in one of my classes. Mm-hmm. The domestic market market is technically the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. Like that was only twenty percent of Venom's box office. That makes sense. It's crazy. That movie made fucking bank, and it and uh, Let There Be Carnage is in the same boat. Mm-hmm. It made a ton of money overseas. Like it didn't have to sell well here because they were banking on overseas markets. Yeah. But that said, it's still playing off the fact that Venom is a marketable enough character to have his own movie.
0: Mm.
1: Morbius isn't. I think
0: they're going to get punished when that comes out. I really I I'm, I'm just hoping like I'm hoping that they don't further try to like connect everything. I, like at first, you know, it seems like a logical thing to try to connect more to the MCU with that movie by introducing yeah. like Blade at the end of it or something like that, but it's like you really almost don't want that because that movie looks like fucking garbage. Yeah, and no matter like how much you want to start seeing that like Blade interactions with characters and stuff, it, it seems like like if I don't know, it just, I just it don't seems know what more.
1: It seems backwards. It seems like yeah, Morbius
0: should show up at the end of Blade. Exactly. It seems like it seems like you're doing a disservice to a different character. You know, at that point, or like potentially other characters by introducing these side characters first. You I, know mean, like I mean,
1: like, who's who's going for a Black Cat Silver Sable movie? That's what I mean, dude. Like, like it, like it, those are two characters so intrinsically tied to Spider Man yeah. that they aren't compelling anymore. Also, it's, yeah, I think that people are more familiar with Catwoman than Black Cat.
0: Yeah, Black and Cat's that, just a Catwoman knockoff.
1: I know that's <laughs> fucking. That's like. Does the same shit as Catwoman, yeah. but instead of Batman, it's Spider-Man. Pretty much. And it's like, that's not going to sell. People will see straight through that. I think they, I think, and that's an art thing. I think while audiences have an appetite for more nowadays, mm-hmm. they are also smarter than ever. Yeah. And I think when you're trying to so overtly present a character that's such a knockoff at without the context that it's most successful in. Mm then what the fuck else is there to sell?
0: Yeah. And I think that's going to, f- that that will directly happen to like some of these Sony villain movies that they're 100%. trying to plot, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't quote me
1: on this, but the, like Sony has like five years left with the Spider-Man property. Yeah. Before they realize that it just doesn't work beyond Spider-Verse when they're doing it mm-hmm. and just try to make a buck.
0: Yeah. I really, I really imagine that, you know, we'll officially see those character exchanges kind of, Oh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. Yeah, drift, Marvel's those titles will Marvel Disney is gonna fucking buy it back. Yeah,
1: sooner than later.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think if anything, we'll just see maybe a continuation of like an animation side.
1: One hundred percent, Sony
0: or something. But yeah, leave
1: the animation race. Yeah, Spider-Man First is doing good. And I'd want.
0: Yeah, dude, totally. I mean, and there's I mean, there's tons of and as always though, there's tons of potential in all these fucking properties to so just keep going. It's just like you said, it's a matter of just like really crafting the storylines and like making. I think if they do a job a serviceable job of like you know, putting that first, then Sony will continue to have like a presence. But if they continue to turn out just garbage and try and do these like side character movies that just don't work out, then eventually people are just going to lose interest completely. Yeah. And that, that'll be when Marvel can come in and just be like, all right, we'll pay you and give us them back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Then people will be down. Yeah. Marvel will do better. But it's just a shame that we have to watch Sony crash and burn first.
1: <laughs> Do we though, or would it just happen faster? If I I'm not gonna go fucking watch Morbius in theaters. I'm really
0: not. I have no interest. in You didn't in going even to go watch it. Eternals, and that's no. way
1: more relevant to
0: us. Yeah, and which by the way, Eternals apparently comes out on streaming like in like, like four days or five days or something like really? that. Really? Yeah, December twelfth was the date I caught. Damn, that's yeah. fast. That was a quick turnaround.
1: It didn't make that much in the box office. I, I mean,
0: I bet they just really wanted to put it out for, for like, the, you know, the holiday streaming, because it, it makes sense. You know, it'll be a popular family movie to probably pop I, on. And, you
1: know, if for the, like, $2 rental charge for streaming, mm-hmm. I
0: think it's worth it. Oh, yeah. For I think, sure. I
1: think you'd you'd get your money's worth. For sure. Better than paying for a fucking ticket. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'd go watch Eternals
0: over Morbius any fucking day. Oh, good,
1: And, actually, yeah. I don't have a ton of problems with that movie, so...
0: I mean, I, I yeah. If I had to, if I had to pick one of the other to go see, I would definitely. If you were holding a panels. gun to my head,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, you everyone can be excited about though. What's that? And it will never get old. What? Subscribing to Old Heart Radio on well. YouTube. <laughs> recommending it to a friend following us on instagram sending us a message what we should talk about perhaps a music re- recommendation yeah. for under further review Ooh. a subject for coffee and contemplation some shit talking for a musician other than devin townsend Don't Yo. fuck yourself caleb uh, the, the it's we want to hear from you yeah. we want you guys to follow us we want to get the word out there old heart radio is still growing yeah, jared's man. out here working connect with us we connect with you man give the love <laughs> we want to share it with the people
0: share it all and don't just be a hot dog you know be a corn dog. be a corn dog recommend it to somebody else but if you're a hot dog now that's all right, too. Maybe, maybe corn dogs should be first. I think corn dogs... I think the hot dog is just the Instagram Beezy. They're just... The hot dogs are just people that follow the social. Yeah. Corn dogs are the real ones, man. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. I would think the corn dogs were, like, the new people because they're getting all
0: fired up by, like, the, nah. the hot dogs. Nah. I think the... Because uh, corn dogs are more delicious. So, you know, that's... Are what, they? They are. 100% corn dogs are more delicious. good Chicago dog, They're just a though? plain old dog. good Chicago dog? I don't know. You dogs, either way, though. We appreciate (laughs) you. All right. We'll leave it there. Later. Take it easy. Bop.